Welcome, Interweb and peeps of all ages, to episode 10 of Sis and Big Pop's Culture. I am Big Pop, a.k.a. Todd Turner, a.k.a. Mosaic Fan Art. And I am Sis, a.k.a. Hannah Joe, and we are a father and adult daughter duo. Every week, we dive into all things geek, nerd, and fandom every episode with a family-friendly twist. I brought the, the twist, twist is back. I brought it That's back. Right. I we wondered are, if it was We gonna, are E for everyone. If you were going to notice that I brought That's the twist back. Perfect. That means that as you're driving along in your Sienna minivan, all you great soccer moms, that you can have us playing in the background and not worry about dirty words. Or soccer dads. Or wordy dirds. Or Perhaps you are in, a father and you are... Or soccer dads. Yes. We really have, keen on that. Yes. Yes. We love all soccer people. <laughs> Which... I have soccer news in the nerd news, but we'll get okay, to that okay, later. Okay, 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 We See how um, I bring it all around? Yeah, that was a gold star, Dad. That was impressive. Um, we are going to talk about a number of I things like today. Stars. We are going to talk about some nerd news as per the usual. Um, we're going to talk about what we're binging. We have one comic book we're going to talk about today as well as Dad's pull list and a plethora of films that we watched this weekend. Um. So as always, we'll start plethora. off with that's plethora. That's a good word. It was there's a plethora of films. We watched quite a few different films. Um, first off, nerd I fell news. Asleep. You did. I did too. It was fine. Nerd news. Yeah, I fell asleep in during one of them, but we finished it last night. So, oh, I didn't. Um, not a lot of nerd news. Um, I don't know if you saw this that. Uh, um. Two people are entering two movies, so Chris Pat, Pratt's going to be in Thor 4. Oh, I didn't know didn't that. Didn't know if you saw that. I mean, that makes sense because he's with Thor yeah, right now in the Guardians. I know. Yeah, I don't like that whole as Guardians of the Galaxy thing. I didn't, I'm not a fan of that, but, you know, whatever. I think the last Thor and, and the Guardians have been probably the most comedic of all the Marvel movies. Yeah, so. they've been, for me, some of the I'm most totally fun cool to watch. totally cool with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. I have a couple um, news. But also, things. oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. But also, go. No, no I was going to say Sylvester Stallone, who was in Sylvester Stallone, the Guardians. You know, your Rambo, Rocky. He was in Guardians. He's actually going to be in James Gunn's DC film called Suicide Squad. Oh, really? We don't have any clue who he's going to be or what's he going to do. Uh, yeah, I'm but so he posted on his movie. Instagram, which is no longer on Instagram. Oh, so maybe he wasn't yeah. supposed to share that. I that was cool. Interesting, interesting. interesting. Well, I don't know. It was a picture of him, and I thought James Gunn shared it. I can't remember who, but it hmm. was cool. What do you say? You said you got some news. Yes, I got some news. So um, Disney Plus is releasing a um, updated version of Black Beauty that's going to be coming out later this month. Did you know about that? I did see that. I, um, I was never really crazy into that movie, but. I remember reading the book, and I remember watching the movie um, when I was a kiddo, so I think that that will be cool. Interesting that the horse has a voice, and the horse's voice is Kate Winslet. I have lots of questions about what that means. Did the horse has a voice in the book? I don't think so. I don't don't, remember the horse. I read it a gazillion years ago, but I thought that was strange, perhaps. It's... 
a coping the mechanism. The only for- horse with a voice show. Yeah, the only horse with a voice show I know was Mr. Ed, which was a sitcom, and it had a horse, and it went, a horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course, unless, of course, that horse, of course, is the famous Mr. Ed, and he would go, hello, I'm Mr. Ed. It was bad. I wonder if it'll be like Racing Stripes. Do you remember that movie? Where it's like, part of the time, it's the horse. Freddie Nunez, wasn't he? I can't, Dad, I have no clue who the voices were in that film. I have absolutely no clue. I just remember that. I thought he was in it. I can't remember. Who knows? Um, Another piece of news relevant to me, Hannah Turner, um, season four of The Crown is up on Netflix. I enjoy watching that that season. It is the season where they introduce Princess Di. So be interesting to see how they, yeah. Because, and a lot of the stuff that they're covering in those, um, episodes are like actual like actual facts that maybe people haven't heard of before or that the um, royal family hasn't publicized before so I'm interested to watch that and see what happens that's rated M well, cool. for the, our more mature listeners who would like to watch that. for moms and dads moms and dads <laughs> M for moms and dads <laughs> That's Imsons, Eminemsons. What else is up for news? So, WandaVision was pushed back to 2021. Are you kidding me? Gabe knew. He knew. Well, 2021, it, yeah, it's, well, it's because they released, they set it out. It was going to be, I think, January. It was supposed to come out. So, pushed it from 2020 to 2021. Silly. This fall. Yeah. Um, there's also talks of an X-Men Transformer uh, comic book crossover. That might be fun. Transformers along Robots with the X-Men. Robots in disguise. That would be so, weird. I know it. I don't know if I like that, I know, Dad. but I'm for a good crossover. Okay. I mean, we talked about but It's got to be better than the Transformers uh, Terminator comic book. Tra- that was terrible. I got one issue and said, oh, I'm not getting the next one. <laughs> However... Transformers and um, what was it? My Little Pony crossover was actually pretty good. I remember you telling me about that, and I thought it was, was funny fun. that you said that. But I believe That's you funny. when you said that you enjoyed it. That's funny. So uh, Ryan Reynolds is the guy who bought a Welsh soccer team. Deadpool now owns a soccer team. In real life. Like in Ryan, real life, the they bought he and another team. guy. He is just investing Deadpool. all sorts. Deadpool did or Ryan Reynolds did? Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, who is Deadpool, yes. Right, who plays Deadpool. Yeah. Did he, he pretend is, to be Deadpool right. and buy a soccer team? No. No, I'm, I'm just so bringing confused. it all back into the nerddom. I'm so sorry. No, Ryan Reynolds like, bought... A soccer team. <laughs> Deadpool didn't. No, because that's a character like, owned by Marvel. Uh, I was like, he pretended to be. I mean, that's something he would do. He likes to poke fun at people. That's really cool. He is in. He has all sorts of strange investments. But I'm here for it. That's so cool. I didn't know that. Did you uh, hear about? Of course, you know that the Disney theme parks are all closed, right? Pretty much. What? No, I didn't. Um. Well, I mean, a lot of a lot of their stuff, their attractions are 
um, not op- not a hundred not a hundred percent open, but um, Disney California Adventure and Disney Paris Disneyland Paris mm. is creating Avengers Campus. That's cool. Where you can help Spider Man, believe it or not, of all characters, <sighs> take control of an army of spider bots. Um, spider bots that have taken over Avengers Campus. So yeah. Interesting. Um, it features uh, web slingers, a Spider-Man adventure. That's so cool. Yeah, you Friends. board vehicles and help Spider-Man take control of an army of Spider-Bots. That's what it is. That's so cool. Yeah, I read it wrong. I, for our friends that are listening, if you are interested in the Disney parks and think that they're cool, um, you can learn more about the history from the Imagineering story, the imagination, the the. the the Imagineers, yeah. The Imag- yeah, it's on Disney Plus, and they're awesome. And I rewatch them often because it's really cool to learn about engineers, Imagineers more truthfully, my friends. Imaginations. Imagineers. I just think that's such now a Now that word. you talked about Disney oh, Plus, that is a good word. Yeah. So um, I don't know if you realize, we. Hannah and I watched, we're not going to spoil, no big spoilers. We watched the last episode of The Mandalorian. Yeah, we which did. Which is one of the things we watched. Phenomenal. Which, um, we always try to see who directed it. And uh, who directed it, Hannah? Bryce you Dallas Howard. on there. She's so cool. What a cool which, cat. Um, every everyone know who her, who her father is. Do we? Everyone? Yeah, we talked, about, we talked about her last week. Hannah? I don't. Ron Howard. Yeah. You don't know who Ron Howard is? Mm-mm. Okay, there you go. But it's okay. Ron Howard played uh, Opie, on, and he was Richie Cunningham, and he has directed multiple, multiple movies. The Grinch Who Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. Really? Was directed by Ron Howard. Anyway, he also directed directed Apollo 13. Oh, so good. So huge, we, I watched director. that for the first time over quarantine. Okay, so. in place. Here's you go. Are you ready for the Easter egg in, Easter egg in Mandalorian episode three? It is egg. basically when his ship, the Easter egg, when when a Mando's ship lands, mm-hmm. it is almost frame for frame the same thing as the Apollo thirteen capsule landing on really uh, on Earth. That's yeah, so cool. The I didn't fire know that. coming up around the thing, the water dripping from. There's actually somebody on Twitter had did like a side by side and like, put oh, them frame on the, by frame. Uh, uh, That's really cool. It, yeah, to show it was really cool. So she basically paid homage to her dad's movie so in sweet. the directing of her last episode of Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, and there were there some bomb shenanigans that occurred. We won't go into it, but there were some bomb. No, but here's the deal, occurred, y'all. You have to. Something that I did not do was watch the cartoon as a kid. Uh, not as a kid, not but a kid. A car- the cartoon as an adult. Because as the, an adult, the, the, yeah, the it came out the as an adult. The Clone Wars, blah blah blah. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, I never but watched. They any are relevant. Of those. Yeah, they're ext- like it's basically canon. It's Star Wars canon. The Clone mm-hmm. Wars stuff is Star Wars canon, and at least this in the Mandalorian, uh, yeah, canon IRL. But in this storyline, it is. Any other new? I think it is. is it, it is. And I think all books now. Really? All um, books? One more thing. Uh, Wonder. I think so. Yeah. That's what I was told. Interesting. Uh, only one more thing. They, um, 
DC Comics is in the works of producing a new show for CW called Wonder Girl, which is basically um, not Wonder Woman, but like her niece, Wonder okay. Girl. How, young, how so, old is she? And, is she uh, like a college student, like a high schooler? Like your age. Yeah. Like a young adult. Like I'd say in her 20s, young okay. adult. Yeah. Young adult. So that would be pretty cool. And if I'm not mistaken, she might be of Indian descent, not American Indian, but... Um, uh, you know, from India, I believe. That's cool. Because if I'm not mistaken, in January and February, DC is doing this thing called Future State, where they update. We talked about it briefly, where they update <laughs> all of the characters and they become someone new. There's a new Batman, a new Wonder Woman, a new That's really Flash, cool. I blah, didn't blah, know blah. that. And so, yeah, that was it. That's really cool. That's awesome. all of my nerd news. Yeah, for we the didn't week. have not a bunch lot. of. <laughs> yes, not a lot. Mainly just streaming Things stuff. ain't happening. I mean, I'm sure yeah. that there's wonderful there things go. happening that a lot of people care a lot about, but that maybe isn't in our sphere of knowing about because it's not something we're extremely passionate about. Exactly. Like anime. Like anime. Or yeah. board games. I mean... Or horror films. <laughs> or... <laughs> Um, horror films bad tasting bad. food bad taste yeah like we're not a, yeah we're about the good tasting food in this house yeah, yeah. Um, so what's up with you what's next on the list um do you want to talk about your pull list next yeah we can do that i pulled um three books only three um one of them is uh spider-man spider-man is now into like uh, issue 52 well coming up in the next four or five episodes episodes issues the writer uh, i think nick nick spencer is leaving the book he's been on the book since the beginning of issue one so the last 50 something mm. issues um there's been a character introduced called the kindred which is like um in spider-man's dreams and he's really creepy you don't know what he is or who he is it's been hinted at that he might be the green goblin's son oh hate um, that harry harry osborne who has been the a goblin before. Yeah, I was going to um, say, hasn't he been the goblin before? I remember that. Yeah, yeah, just like in the, just like in the movie. Yes. So it's hinted that that is him. Um, but recently, what happened is they introduced a, reintroduced a character called the Sin Eater. I think we may have mentioned it, where he would shoot a he would shoot a villain, but he doesn't kill them. He cleanses them. He eats their sin basically, but and they become good. But he mm. takes their power. Um, mm. And then you find out that he's being manipulated by this creature called the Kindred. And um, the Kindred then infects all of Spidey's friends like oh, Miles no. and Gwen and Spider-Woman. And they all get all uh, demon looking and blah, blah, blah. Oh. So um, anytime you mix, mix with the occult in Marvel, you got to call on who? Uh, Doctor Strange. Absolutely. So Doctor Strange I and the Black it. Hat... Black yeah, cat. Or come oh, to the yeah. rescue. And um, so at the end of the last issue, Spider-Man basically gives up and says, please let my friends go, blah, blah, blah. And he's supposedly dead. We all know that's not true. Yes. Um, but I'm interested to see where this goes. The book is, um, yeah, so this is right now, the the run is called Last Remains. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so now Doctor Strange and the Black Cat and all of his friends are going to go try to rescue Peter wherever he is. That's really sweet. And in the meanwhile, 
stuck in the basement of like Marvel's equivalent of Arkham Asylum. Mm. It, it's called Ravenscroft Institute, which had been secretly run by Norman Osborn, the original Green Goblin. He and Mary Jane are together and they're supposed to try to team up to help Peter. And Mary Jane's like, I hate you. I don't want to do that. And he's like, you got to help me. I'm a good guy now. And I don't <laughs> trust any of them, but I don't yeah. trust him so, either. So that's that. Um, another book that's, that's really big right now is uh, DC is doing a thing called uh, Dark Knight's Death Metal, which I believe is just their attempt I like to the black label? reset their continuity. No, this okay. is in the deal. Yeah. So it's like um, they introduced in uh, Dark Knight's Dark Metal. I think it was what it was called. Anyway, Dark Knights. I can't remember. Um, they introduced the Batman Who Laughs. I think we may have talked about that. We before, talked about yes. Which is, we have talked about that before. Uh huh. Spooky. So now it's the spooky. Batman Who Laughs is now in control of this dark multiverse, and um, all these characters are trying to defeat him and keep him from destroying all of the multiverses. Mm-hmm. And I believe at the end of this, they're going to reset. DC continuity so that everything is in line and there's not all these, all these crazy multiverses. They'll have their own place. And, but an episode came out, an episode, an issue came out. We're all jiving with you saying episode. I know extreme with three X's and it has a character called Lobo, which a lot of people don't know. And you probably don't know just sorry. I had to picture space Wolverine, on uh they can't die uh smokes a cigar he loves dolphins and rides a space um uh a space motorcycle and he's the last of his kind because he had killed them all he killed all the ones so the, the, he's, what the, he's space basically Wolverine? a space bounty hunter what's yeah. his name lone, lone star but Lunch? with m- lobo Lobo? That's a silly name. Yeah, his name is Lobo. He is... He's really big. He's like... Crazy. He's like crazy. Bonkers. Yes. So there's an issue right now where... he's muscular. Very big. He's gargantuan. Very big man. Mm -hmm. It's called the last cesarean. He's big. Yeah. Yeah, okay. He 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 um he uses bad words, but he doesn't use bad words. He makes his own words that are like bad words. It's well, really funny. I had He's a really funny. It's outrageous. Outrageous. I had a professor in college. Um You had a professor did what? In our social psychology class. Oh yes, I remember. He would talk about how everybody cusses, but maybe they don't use curse words to cuss. But everybody cusses. Oh, yeah. Like my newest one right now is Lauren Daigle on a bagel. That's what I'm going to say for now. That's my <laughs> new one. When have you ever Lauren said Daigle that? Lauren Daigle on a bagel. You've never said that before. I'm just going to start saying okay. it all the time. Started, Dad. Just Started. wait. Bring it up. It's going to happen all the time now. You're just, everybody's just going to start Daigle saying on Lauren Daigle on a bagel when they stub their toe. And then you're just going to have to. I can't it. take credit for that. Who said that? That came from Cool Carl on the. Uh, <sighs> Cool Carl from Sunday, uh, cool Sunday, Sunday cool Sunday tees cool. or whatever. Sunday cool tees. It's his list of Christian. Yeah. So there you go. Christian Hey, words. won't you sponsor us, Sunday cool tees? <laughs> anyway. So my last book is called uh, Seven Secrets, and Ooh. it is currently at issue four. 
And um, Seven Secrets is about seven powerful secret words, wonders, weapons, and worse with the power to change the world. And for centuries, the order has trusted in keepers and holders to guard the secrets in seven briefcases against all harm. But when they're str- I'm reading the, the little I was going to say, it sounds like solicit. you're reading a blurb. When their stronghold... <laughs> I I'm am. here for it. Read the blurb. When their stronghold is attacked and the secrets are put in peril, the entire order must face their greatest fear, an enemy who knows too much and is willing to kill to get what he wants. Now the order's newest member, Casper, must discover the truth of the secrets before the enemy does or risk losing everything. Dun, dun, dun. It's put out by... No, no... Actually, Casper is the child of a, a child of a holder and a keeper. Oh, that's sweet. So there's a holder who is the holder of the briefcase, and they're protected by a keeper. And a keeper and a holder um, had a child they weren't supposed to. They weren't I was going to say that definitely sounds involved. illegal. And that sounds like an illegal thing that they And Casper was their son, and he was adopted by the order and trained by the order. Hmm. And he literally, in, in issue three, just became the holder of uh, the uh, briefcase that his um, parents were in uh, charge father of? used to help guard. His, I, yeah, is his it father's like, no longer is it, living. Is it like the seven deadly sins or something like that? I don't know what it is. There's seven secrets, and I have no clue who it is. We don't know. What it was the really funny are. because in the last issue, oh, I want to know. That. No, I don't know. They're secret. I want to know Keep the them secret. secrets, Keep them safe. Dad. I think it's it's the it's the One Ring. Um, <laughs> so in the last uh, issue, there were a battle between like ten people who wanted to be the holders, and they all had their own briefcase. And there was one uh, big guy who was probably the strongest, but I don't think he's necessarily the keenest. Mm. And um, he knocks Casper into this water, and uh, and he thinks he's won. And he goes, I'm the winner! But he puts his suitcase down when he's like, yay! No. And Casper's at the bottom of this of this swimming pool or whatever, and he's he's like, he can't breathe or anything, but he's holding onto his briefcase, so guess who was the winner? He was. Because you got to hold it. Go You're the holder. You got to hold it. Yes. Which was, and so in issue four, they're being attacked and Casper has the briefcase and that guy who, who was like, he goes, you know, I'm, I may not like you, but I will guard you with my life because I believe in blah, 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 blah. That's so that, sweet. I wonder if that guy's going to be his. I hope so. Keeper. That would be cute. Yeah. So that was neat. Sweet. The cool thing is it's written by a guy named Tom Taylor who is literally uh, writing one of my favorite runs in DC Comics right now called um, Deceased, which is yes. the whole zombie thing through You've DC. You've talked about that. You and love, love those. So. That's so fun. That sounds so interesting. Okay. It is really good. And it's uh, from Boom Studios, not one of the I was going to say, it doesn't say, that um, sounded like uh, Image or something like that. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. So one thing I got today, my Ooh, first yes. ever hey, wait, it's CGC Universe. I know. I thought it was coming Wednesday. It came today. So I oh, got yes. Fantastic Four uh, issue 48, the first appearance of Galactus and the Silver Surfer. Ooh. And there you go. Dad. It's, and it's a three out of three out of ten. <laughs> That's not Reading. good. But it's it's so expensive. Yeah, so it's so in Dad, this little cover. It's beautiful, Dad. So Dad's favorite yeah, comic I'm showing book. Hannah right now. 
dad's favorite comic books are the Fantastic Four. And so he yep. has been recollecting like the original Fantastic Fours. And for those of you who maybe don't speak comic book speak, what dad just got in the mail, he ordered it special um, on eBay, question mark, probably. Um, I bought it on eBay, yes. And it is the original um, comic book that first introduced the Silver Surfer and Galactus. Galacticus? Galactus. Galactus. Mm-hmm. Galactus. Yeah, Galactus. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you Whatever. who are around my age, that is the second movie of the Fantastic Four that came out. <sighs> which was not good. SMH. SMH. Shaking my head. SMH. Daddy, you're funny. Because Galactus was not Galactus. Just was like a big cloud. That isn't who he is. Yeah, he's, he's like a an real person, person that eats planets. Yes, he's a person mm-hmm. like um, purple head guy whose name I can't remember now in the Marvel universe. That's how yeah. who I relate him to. Thanos. He's worse yeah. than Thanos. Galactus. Oh, hundred percent Galactus. Purple is head guy. Than I can't remember what his yeah. name was. You knew purple exactly what guy. I was talking that about when I called him purple head guy. That's bad too. That is bad because I did. I knew exactly what you were talking about. I know. I know. Hilarious. But yeah. All right. So that's what I got for comics. That's so cool. Are you watching anything on the boob tube? What? No. I'm not. I'm not watching anything. You've never heard it called that? No, I haven't. I've never heard it called that before. It's because when they would say a long time ago, they would say it would make people, um, they would ruin your brain cells if you watch too much TV. They would make you a goofball. So that's why they called it that. Yeah. It's funny. I didn't know. Anywho. No. So you're not no. watching anything? I mean, no, I kind of am. I, again, have been watching, I've been watching sewing videos um, and the like. I, what? Making fun of my sewing videos? Nothing. Sewing videos. I've been watching you sewing go. videos. You go. You go, girl. Two, you sew, girl. I have two favorites. If you are looking for a person to watch on the YouTube who makes very good, wholesome content, one is Bernadette Banner. She makes historical garments. And the other one is Rachel Maxey. She um, is got her start in um, costuming, in um, cosplaying. Um, and so she cool. has been doing some sewing as well. So I've been watching those. And, 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 I got a Nintendo Switch this weekend, Dad. Oh, that's right. You gave it to me. Because I had, I asked for a Nintendo so Switch on my birthday. So, give us a brief review. Um, yes. So, I asked for a Nintendo Switch at the beginning. I wanted one in, like, January. In January, I told Mom and Dad, hey, I think for my birthday, I would like a Nintendo Switch or a sewing machine. I'm leaning towards a Nintendo Switch. I'll pick up my own sewing machine and get it later. And then the COVID occurred, and we went into shelter-in-place and lockdown. And, and when we went into shelter-in-place and, and lockdown... everybody bought every Nintendo Switch available. Everyone was like, I need a Game Boy. I don't know what I'm going to do. And so they everybody bought a Nintendo Switch. And so they didn't have any Nintendo Switches. And then I was like, I'd like one for my birthday. And then at that point... The only ones you could get were on eBay that were like triple the price that they usually are, which is straight up bonkers and not worth it. And then so mom and dad were like, okay, we'll just give you the money for it and then you can save it, spend it on what you want, or buy a Switch when they come out. 
So I had been dutifully saving my money waiting for the Nintendo Switches to come out. Hadn't seen them any place. And was talking to Miriam about how I really wanted one and how I was saving my money. And I was thinking that maybe they might come back to Walmart and I'd go to Walmart and see if they had it. And I'm sorry, I'm talking a long time about this. But I got a Nintendo Switch. Mom and Dad got one for me. And then I was like, but I have my money still. May I have it now instead of for Christmas? And they said yes. And then I bought Animal Crossing. And I've been playing Animal Crossing. And I have a little person. Her name's Hannah Jo because that's my name. And she's pretend me on my pretend island. And I named my island Luna Isle. And it's very cute. And I run around and I pick weeds and I fish. I'm very bad at fishing. So if you know how to fish in Animal Crossing and would like to teach me how to do it, I would love to learn from you. And it just makes me happy. Well, good. I'm glad. In the so, and you got the Animal Crossing Switch. I do. I do. It's so cute. I my Switch little console is on the sidey thing. Joy-Con? Joy-Con? Question mark? I think so. Joy-Con. I don't know. They instead of being red and blue, they are turquoise and like a lime green, and they are very cute, and it makes me happy. Oh, good. But now, so I just, all I want to do is play my Nintendo Switch, and I have some knitting projects I have to get done for Christmas, and so I need you to, to put stop. put that sucker down. I need to stop playing on my Switch and do my You knitting. don't have to stop playing. You just need to set certain times. Yes. This is my Switch time. This is my, right? yes. We're all about moderation. We you, are. You, you know. I don't we have to take that. it away from you, young lady. <laughs> I can set my own um, boundaries, Dad. I'm a grown-up. I know up. you can. You're a grown-up. <laughs> I watched... I didn't really watch. I've been working on my mosaic down in the basement, worked a little bit on the face on um, Harley, and put uh, um, Doctor Strange on in the background. Uh, what so, a good movie. Yeah. The music is so good. The music is and so good on those. I love... The, well, I love the music in um, Doctor Strange. It's so... I don't know. It sounds it's like it's like they use a harpsichord or something. I don't know what they, they use, do. They use a harpsichord. That's a hundred percent what they do. Really I watch cool. the special features, and they definitely they a hundred percent use. Well, there you a harpsichord. go. I knew it, and I thought it was fantastic. So, I love a job feature. accomplished. Job accomplished. Yeah. So, well done. My so, friend. I will probably just put movies and stuff that I'm familiar with on while I work because on the on her I, face. Yeah, because I can't really work on my mosaic and pay attention to what's going uh, on in a show that I haven't seen. That's true. Um, which, it's by hard the way, to do that. I don't know if they they um, they've uh, Netflix picked up Umbrella Academy for season three. I didn't. Which know I haven't that. even. I just watched. I've only watched the first two what, episodes. Of what you were saying one. about the briefcase made me think about. Um, Umbrella Academy because that the two people in the funny weird heads masks lost mm-hmm. the briefcase and the briefcase is a time travel device. Okay, thanks for telling me because I haven't. I've only watched episode two of season one. Oh, did I really? Are you not gonna watch it? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't. I felt I don't bad know. there for a second. I would love to watch it, but I, I don't have time to. to do that. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. Do we want to so do that's all I've got. the comic next? Or do we want to do the movies we watched this weekend next? What would be best? Um, let's do the movie because we just talked about comics. Okay. Yeah. So we, we watched a whole bunch of movies. We did. So I went home this weekend. It was sweet to go home. We did something that I'd never done in the month of November before. Have you ever done? Ditto. It was no. so cool. I, 
It Go was ahead. mom's I, idea. I Shout out, mom. Thank you for having this beautiful idea. It was super fun. We went to the drive-in. We went yes, to the drive-in. Which in is the, the perfect way to see a movie. It is. You Especially don't... right now because you get to just hide in your car and don't have to be in any sort of general vicinity towards anyone. And you can sneak in your own food and never have to go through the line. Yes. Which is what we did. We did. Lee's that. chicken strips. For all you people who don't have a Lee's, you don't know They're what real chicken strips are. Chicken strips. Sorry. Lee's. They're just so us. good. They're so good. Yeah. We went. And I made popcorn. You did. And okay. We had candy and LA. Tell, tell our lovely friends how to make the popcorn that you make. Did okay. You so, first of all, one part popcorn. Three tablespoons of coconut oil. After it's melted and hot, you add a half a cup of popcorn. That's it. And you cook it on the stove. And then you salt salt it after it's done. But the coconut oil in that popcorn is so good. And that's Miriam. She's the one who brought that to to our attention. Sweet sis. Appreciate you. Usually, we would just go... We only live actually uh, a mile and a half from a movie theater. So if we wanted popcorn, we would drive, like say we're like, hey, let's watch a football game or basketball game or a movie at home. Okay, who wants to go get popcorn from the movie theater? And that's what we would do because it was be- it was the best. But now we just make it at home. So yes, there. and it now. was so good. So we went and we watched, so, they're having a holiday time at the Judy Drive-In in Montgomery County, Kentucky. And um, we saw Elf. And we saw, we didn't, we left after Elf because it was cold. We left after Elf, but the second, uh, the second movie uh, was uh, Christmas Vacation, yes. which is another favorite one. But Elf is fantastic. Um, oh. Directed by John Favreau, which didn't I guess Anne hadn't realized. It. I was shocked yes. by that. I was like, John mm-hmm. Favreau directed this? He, that dude has directed so many iconic things, Dad. I know. The thing about that movie is there's so many stars, older stars, that uh, young people wouldn't have any clue who they are. But, like, my mom and dad would know, or people um, older than me would know. Like, Ed Asner, who was uh, made famous from the Mary Tyler Moore show as Santa Claus. I and know. And Bob Newhart, Mary Tyler who Moore. was Papa Elf, um, Papa Elf. is... Uh, Made you know famous Bob Newhart show. He had a a comedy a comedy for two two different comedies. Oh, they were hilarious. Um, and by the, by the way, I think he was a psychiatrist or a psychologist. Really? That's so in cool. one of his shows. We have to look that up. And then James Caan, who plays uh, Buddy's dad, is uh, another famous uh, movie star, TV actor. Um, I didn't know that. And then of course you mix in with all the with um, Zoe Deschanel and Will Ferrell. Um, it was such a such a good movie. There are so mm-hmm. many good lines and funny things that happen in that movie. Cotton-headed ninny muggins. Uh, you bring us down a whole octave in a good way. In a good way. In a good. By way. the way, for some of you who may not know, the head elf um, in, at the North Pole is the the boy from A Christmas Story who had to wear really? the the. Uh, pajamas, the rabbit pajamas, or whatever. No yeah. way. I can't remember what his name is. Yeah, that's who that's it is. So funny. So the uh, but the bye, the Arctic buddy. puppets. Bye, buddy. Thanks, Mister Narwhal. Hope you find your dad. Hope you find your dad. That is a yeah. So the Arctic puppets and the the snowman, which which is a nod to the old Rudolph Leroy. the rain, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, the Rudolph um cartoons and stuff, um. 
it's a funny. lot of fun. I can't believe anybody listening hasn't seen that movie. You need to get out from underneath the rock, and it needs to become your uh, in your rotation for your mm-hmm. Christmas movie Holidays. watching. I again, yeah. I don't think I've ever watched like sat down in a family outing or family togetherness and watched a Christmas movie this early before. Me either. Usually, Usually we, we would put we on after. We we always watch White Christmas, White Christmas at the day the Saturday after Thanksgiving while we're putting up the Christmas tree, and that's the f- usually mm-hmm. the first holiday movie that we watch the holiday the Christmas season. Yeah. It's such a good movie, and it has a you know, the relationship with his dad and how his dad comes to appreciate him, and um, it's it's a little uh, you know oh plus the dude from um, uh, X Men Days of Future Past and Game of Thrones. Oh, yes. is in it. I don't He's know an angry elf. Is. The angry elf. Um, I can't remember what his name is either. But I mean, there's some stars in this. Plus, heard, yeah, the um, the uh, uh, the second the the one guy is from Tenacious D with Jack Black, and uh, and then Eddie Andy Richter from Conan. The Conan Show. It's they so were cool. both supposed to be uh, people who made books. So um, I like the most about it is because it is a Christmas story, mm-hmm. and it's about r- finding your place. Um, and togetherness. And, uh, yeah, and togetherness. And yeah, you, finding your family, you know, whether that's your actual family or your found family. Or your adopted family or your found family, or um, and that you can have a, a spot in both of them. Yeah. So we also watched, um, wait a minute. So I would give that, I'm going to give it five cotton-headed, cotton-headed ninny muggins. Or cotton balls, five cotton balls out of five. Yeah, because he eats them. He eats, he eats them. cotton balls. Mm-hmm. Five snowballs. I'm giving five it five snowballs. snowballs. Love that. Classic. We also yeah. watched Moneyball, which I had never seen before. Yes. Okay. What'd you think of that, Hannah? Moneyball. So Moneyball was PG-13. It was um, a film that came out in the 2000s. 2008, um, I think. Th- yeah, 2008, because we Googled it. It came out in 2008. It. Um, and it was about like how statistics were used to change predictive selecting of players for uh, baseball. baseball. And it was really interesting. Yeah. I had never seen that film before. I, it was, I I thought the interpersonal dynamics of it were a bit strange, um, in some ways. Like it like made me very cringe that this guy was Brad Pitt's character was like in charge of everything, but like he wasn't in charge of everything. Um, but yeah, I mean I don't know. I thought it was really cool. I really enjoyed watching Jonah it. Hill. That's my favorite Jonah Hill. So good. Yes, Jonah Hill plays a character who is a. Um, accountant from no, he got his master's Yale, in economics, economics in Yale, but he is a number cruncher, mm-hmm. and um, so basically, what happens is, is the Oakland A's their team is gutted, and they and their payroll um, is V-small. is like thirty is like maybe V-small. fifteen twenty million versus having to compete against the New York Yankees where their payroll was like it was 38 million. Thirty-eight million against like a hundred and something million. Yeah. So how do you compete with that? Well, Jonah Hill says really you you're you shouldn't buy players. You should buy runs. runs. You should buy wins. It does and right. wins are runs. Right. And you get runs by getting on base. So 
you know, they were like, well, we don't want that. First of all, they like, we don't want that picture because the way he throws looks funny. And they're like, it don't matter what it looks like, how he pitches, he throws strikes. So who cares what it looks like? And they're like, well, we don't want this guy because he doesn't, his, uh, he doesn't get a lot of hits and they go, no, but he gets on base. He walks or gets hit by pitches or, you know, and that's what we want. We want base runners. We don't want hits. We want on base. So it was interesting. And the whole entire basis of the movie, I like the end of the movie where he's offered a job at, at the Red Sox and he basically turns it down so that he can stay close to his daughter. That's what I, I, I thought. That that's so sweet. No, that's 100% mm-hmm. what he did. Like he stayed yeah. at Oakland because that's where his family is. Yeah. The yeah. thing that his, I he thought was divorced. Was, yeah. Yeah. And uh, but they still had a good relationship with his yeah. ex-wife and his daughter. The one yeah. thing about this film that killed me, killed me, was that it's supposed to take place in 2002, and his daughter sings a song that didn't come out until 2008. Yes, the movie came just, out in 2011, I think. The, yeah, but that yeah. just killed me. Like it's a like I, I get, know I get it, but like. <laughs> Well, you like you could just Maybe Google it. She wrote the song. She wrote the song, Hannah. Dad, I made that joke when we watched the movie. I know, I know. It's a time travel thing. It's that, a time that's tra- this whole entire movie is time travel, <laughs> which is in the briefcase. <laughs> it's the Doctor Who it's a, it's got involved somehow. He, he, yes, yes. So there she, was no time com- travel involved. She's a companion to Doctor Who, which is why she knows the song and decided to bring it back a couple years early for her dad. Stuck in the middle. I by don't Linka. know the rest. The show. Okay, the show yeah. by Linka. Uh-huh. That was funny. It was sweet. Yeah. So it was interesting. Like you said, the, dyna- the dynamics with him and the manager. The, um, uh, he's the manager, the coach. The, the coach, coach did not like what he was worst. doing. the worst. And the coach would not play the player um, that he wanted him to play at first base. Would so what do you think? So he got yes. Hurt. So... Um, he kept playing out. this other players. So guess what the manager did? Got he rid traded of the player. So the guy had no choice but to play him. So, uh, and the funny thing about it was, is when they went on this, they did, they went on a 30 game, 20, 30, 21, 21 20. game winning streak. 20. And I know, but I think it ended at 21. Oh, okay. Um, winning streak. The coach was the one that got all the credit. It should have Silly. been the manager of the team, but, but um, I I gave this movie uh, four and a half baseballs easy. I it was good. That, that, I think that's it too. I think four and a half is good. Yeah. We also watched yeah. the wedding planner, but I'm not. Well, I didn't finish it. Not all of it. Yeah, I and didn't finish it. I saw the inside of my eyelids mostly. You did. <laughs> well, we watched yes. it when we got back from the drive-in, and it was late. Right. But we did, mom and I did finish it last night. And yeah. um, of course, uh, she was like, she, she was, mom was a little bit upset. It was like, well, you know, of course, it's Jennifer Lopez and Matthew McConaughey. And mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez is planning Matthew McConaughey and his fiance's wedding. And Matthew McConaughey and Jennifer Lopez fall in love. Mm-hmm. And uh, Matthew McConaughey and his fiance end up calling off the wedding. And then he goes to the end to be with Jennifer Lopez. And mm-hmm. the credits come on, and your mom's like, Don't they get married? And I'm like, well, I don't know. She goes, aren't we going to get to see him get married? Is it going to happen at the end of the credits? And I'm like, we don't get to see him get married. <laughs> we don't. Oh, no. no. Did mom think that that was actually going to happen? 
I think so. So I'm just going to give this two and a half bouquets. <laughs> two and a half bouquets. I think it's at least a three. Okay, three bouquets. It was a good movie. It's just, it's it was, a very, very early 2000s rom-com. That's what it is. It is. It's but I thought a, it, I enjoyed it. A sweet little chill rom-com with yeah. all of the hijinks that, and that are, they, it Ensue. was a, they, it was a, it was a push-push relationship. Um, I don't know what that means, but I'll trust you. There's different tropes for romantic comedies, and it was a push-push relationship, which was very interesting. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, there even is a strategic part of a um, statue that breaks off and has to be oh, glued back no, on. Oh, no. That was the worst and part. I, I remember watching I that when I was even, a, I fell asleep. Uh, I was asleep I, for that part, so uh, it doesn't matter. I watched that movie for the yeah. first time when I was like in middle school or something like that. And when that part happened, I was like, I'm so embarrassed. I can't even watch. I used to, when I used to yeah. get embarrassed watching TV shows or movies, I would just be like, I have to go to the bathroom and then run away for like 15 minutes and then come back and be like, is it over yet? That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So that was our movies this weekend. It was fun. That was three. Was and then we watched weekend. The Mandalorian. We did. Oh, what a good episode. Good of episode. If you yeah. haven't watched it. Y'all, you gotta. I mean, why are we like just like live your life? We're we're like a big Mandalorian pushing here. So I just I don't. It's just such a good. The storyline is just so good, and I just care so much about the characters, even though they're fake. And there's just like so many good messages. I'm a fan. The baby. The baby. Yeah. The child. The child. All right. Well, I gave Hannah a comic book to read. You gave me. Um, this is a new. Yeah. I gave her several, but yeah. we're going to talk about one today. One um, I gave her a new book that has come out. Um, it's just now on um, issue two, just recently came out about a week or two ago. Mm. Um, it is by um, a guy named. Uh, uh, Tinian. Tinian. Which is funny because I uh, we also have another book of his that we were going to review, but we've decided to push that back till May um, or March. May M uh, an M month. Yeah, yeah, and it is called. Uh, it's by James Tinney and the Fourth. It is called the Department of Truth. So the Department of Truth is a secret organization within. The fringe. I don't know if it's within the the fringe. I don't even know if it's part of the government or not. I think it is. It probably was established by the government, but the people in power of government have probably forgotten that it exists, and now it's just a weird well, line. But they got that, that dude. Can't explain. But the new dude comes from the FBI. They yeah. said we got you from the FBI. You now work for us. Um. So the Department of Truth is all about keeping the truth true. Yes. Um, so it's time basically what happens. I don't believe that. I don't believe it's timey wimey. Okay. I think that what they their biggest deal is is that if people say it enough, they believe it to be true. Which which is, I think is relevant in our world today. Uh, yes, if, I agree. You know, to where they basically someone would will something into existence because enough people believe in it. Yeah, if I believe and it hard enough, it will come true. Right, and um, the, this the Department of Truth is um, their job is to keep what's true true and dis- and get rid of what is not true. 
from become what is not true. It's a little bit confusing. So tell me, Hannah, what you thought. You read the first issue. I read the first issue. It is bonkers. The art is the art style the same in the second issue? Yeah, it's really good. The art really style good. is really cool. It's like a sketch pad, but like everything is kind of like blurred. It's definitely like I flipped almost like back. watercolor someone. It's watercolor, but it's but it's not. not. And the the writing is so very interesting. The people's faces are sometimes scary the way that they're like portrayed by different people. So like we the comic starts out and it's um the assassination of JFK. Yeah, this the, it starts off with the assassination of JFK and everyone is there and like it's there like Lee is talking to this guy and you're like what is happening and the guy is like no one's listening. It's just us. None of that matters anymore. Um, Lee Harvey Oswald. Who's yeah, Lee, about. and they're just they're and he's basically started. saying I didn't kill him. Yeah, and yeah. everyone's like, yeah, you did. And then we get so we talk to this guy named Cole. So it's this. It turns like fast forward. It's now we lady. go forward. Mm-hmm. Present day. Mm-hmm. It's this lady driving a bougie car talking to a guy named Cole, and then this old man comes in with this lady, and they're chit chatting. Like interviewing Cole about his experience, and Cole is a um, FBI analyst for some fringe. Like he works at Quantico as a teacher and does like studies fringe groups on like social media and like stuff like right, that. Yeah, like crazy um, conspiracy, like like, like Facebook racist. conspiracy groups. And he right. ends up at a flat earthers conference and like is like watching that and seeing everything ends up invited to like higher up and higher up and higher up in this flat earthers convention, the people that are like in charge of it. And he gets on a plane with these people, flies to Antarctica, gets to the edge of the map. No, first he gets to the edge of the map. He gets to the, he literally sees that the earth is flat. Mm -hmm. And then they, Stop, and I don't. Uh, and then Antarctica, and then a woman with no eyes comes out and with X's as eyes in a red dress kills everybody, and then says, "I'm here to take you back." And I'm like, "What? Huh? Yes. What? It wasn't her. It was her, and then it wasn't. It was the woman in the red dress. It's a different woman. Yes, a woman in a red dress. It was a woman in a red dress. We don't know who that is. Who's wearing sunglasses? And then she disappears. She shows up before at a party, shows up again in Antarctica, disappears. And then's gone. And everybody dies. And then Cole is taken to this meeting. She's on the cover of issue two. Is she? On issue two, it's the American I didn't know if it would be her her. or if it would be, like, I saw this at the very back. So the front, the first of the Department of Truth is a picture of... uh, it's it's JFK Kennedy right? upside down and right side up. Yeah, yeah. upside down, mm-hmm. right side up. So I yeah, thought in the very that this back, would be in the very back. It's Ronald Reagan, upside down and right side. Well, up. Well, that's because. And I thought it would be him. the next issue talks about what they call is satanic panic, which happened during the Reagan administration. Yeah. Okay, um, that makes sense. Which is when everybody thought that they were Satanism was going to kill everybody, and that everybody was being like children were being 
um, anyway, we're not going to talk about that because we might have um, little ears listening. So, I'm gonna yes. So basically, Cole, um, while he is there at this Flat Earthers convention, sees like uh, the proof that the moon landing was faked and then literally flies to the edge of the, the sphere map. to where it looks the map where there is the, to prove that the earth really is flat. And, um, uh, he's like, I know that's not true. I know it can't be true. And I know it's not true, but I saw that it was true. And, um, and then him, the old guys like, I can prove to you that it's not true with a yardstick and, Something laser else, a laser or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Sun, the world is round. It goes around the sun. Get me a big laser pointer and a few meter sticks and I can prove it to you. That's the truth. And yeah. then they end so, up being, it ends up being like, if enough people believe something, it becomes true. That's like, the right. that's what happens in this universe, which is why that they're called... It's why they're called the Department of Truth, because they have to keep conspiracy theories, conspiracy theories, because if enough people start to believe it, it actually shifts the truth in their dimension and makes conspiracy theory true, which then impacts everything that's happened in history. So if the moon landing, Mm -hmm. the moon landing was true, but if enough people believe that the earth is flat and so we can't go to the moon if the earth is flat and so that means all of the things that were true that led up to that were faked right it was i don't right. know it was very interesting so this is a very interesting so at the end they're basically like listen man you you're going to come work for us and uh, and it's going to be the fun. guy the old guy says yeah the old guy says I'm Lee Harvey Oswald. Welcome to the Department of Truth. So cool. Lee Harvey Oswald is in charge of the Department of Truth. So, yeah, it's really cool. The next issue deals with Cole, the the character, Mm -hmm. the main character, his own, um, how he was affected by uh, something that was, that they tried to drill into him. Yes, the conspiracy theory he was involved in as a child, which had to do with um, satanic panic. And how um, his belief is making it come true, and uh, what they do to fix it. Interesting. Um, you get well, to see I a couple other parts of the Department of Truth. They take them to the basement. No, they don't call it the basement. I can't remember what they call it. They called it something, but it wasn't the basement. The attic. And um, <laughs> no, sorry, it's I down on the bottom. Funny. I'm sorry. I thought that thought that uh, would be funny. He goes. She goes. The, let's go hit rock bottom. That's what she called rock it. Rock bottom. So they go to. That's funny. Which is that reminds me of uh, SpongeBob. But yes. Ah. Uh, yes. There's yeah. Will, so they've got different you, people down there working. Yeah. I can't understand the words <laughs> coming out of your mouth <laughs> for all you SpongeBob fans. Oh, but the cool thing about it is that um, down in Rock Bottom, they've got like three or four people down there, and the and all they do is they like run interference for different things. Like there's one guy who all he does is. Uh, pay attention to um, uh, like crazy people on the internet, certain people that he has their names for, like politicians. And then there's one guy down there who wears a tinfoil hat and he has yarn that goes stretches from one thing to he another does not. that connects he's them all. The, he's the guy he's, in the room. Do you know that meme? That can be our meme. For yes. Me. I don't know what that meme is. Oh, no, I don't know the meme. Do you haven't seen this meme? There's this meme no, about. I'll have to find it. Uh, 
No, but his room is like huge. It's like down the hallway and in another room. And he says, we're going to have to bust out another wall because I need more yarn. And he's like, don't take that pin out of there. This is a specific, uh, you know, way of um, take, keeping record of, it, of everything. But this guy, uh, Tinian, is something else. I'm really enjoying this book. Now, this is a book for adults. This is not a book for kids. Yes. Um, and good, good luck. I think they're, I think they're putting out like um, the fourth printing of issue one already. That's it sold out completely. It did well then. That's um, good. Yeah, it's it was really hyped up, and a lot of people were really looking forward to it. And it's been really good. The art is reminiscent of one of my favorite artists called Bill Sienkiewicz, which um, really got popular drawing the New Mutants. But this guy's name is Martin Simmons. Um, and I'm not familiar with him, but his art style is, is very cool. It's, it's a little bit it's off, trippy. Um, yeah, it's trippy. That's a good way to say it. Yeah. But it's not like, it's not so, like black and white checkerboards. No, hallucin- no, 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 like, no, 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 It's trippy in a darker way. It's darker trippy. Mm-hmm. Here's the meme that I was talking about. Uh, it's from, it's always sunny in Pennsylvania. And it's one of those like, oh like, Yeah. I don't, I don't know what they're like, gotcha. the serial yes. killer board. Like a conspiracy theory board. Yeah. Yes. Like with the red string. Yes. That's connected funny. to other things. And everyone's like, this is how it works. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that guy. Yeah. So do you think you would uh, enjoy this book? You think? I really enjoyed this book. I think that it's very much like something that I would read. Like if it was like a like yes. a book book, like if it was a novel, this All would right. be something I'd be like, Dad, show. I got this. I look at this cool thing. Like I just, I think that it's really, really cool. The thing, the one thing that kills me about comic books, you have to wait a month. Yes, you do have to wait a month. You have to wait a month. That's, I know, but. That's why a lot of people won't get them. A lot of people don't do monthly floppies. They'll wait for it to, and then they'll buy the trade paperback like you got last week for God Country. Yes. And so, Ugh. and actually we're going to review James Tinian's next, uh, another one of his, and like we said in, we say May, because it's called Wind, W-Y-N-D, the first um, mm-hmm. uh, five issues came out, but it will be collected by then, and that way you'll be able, people will be able to go yeah, buy all of them. if you want to, you can buy the, trade, the second, buy the trade paperback. Yeah, but that's in May. Yeah. So, We're hey. reading something else next week about the, I don't know what it's called, Dad, the first bit Kingdom of- Kingdom Come- the first bit of Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come. So that is available everywhere. I bought, I got the first four, I got all four issues. It's a four issue miniseries, prestige format from DC Comics. It is dystopian DC. It is like what happens if Superman gives up, disappears, and all the superheroes' kids and supervillains' kids, it's a next generation and they, they're out there being bonkers crazy. And then there's real people living in it. And, um, the conspiracy to control them all or Kingdom Come. whatever. Anyway, it's be cool. Kingdom Come. We're going to talk about it. We're also going to watch a movie that is special to me at this time of the year because I would watch it every Thanksgiving. I didn't know what And is that it? is the, the cartoon Hobbit. Oh, yes. 
I didn't know that. I think if you would like yes. to watch it with us for us to talk about, it is on HBO Max, if that is something that you would like to watch before we talk about it. Or if you're a real Lord of the Ring person, you would you own it like it. I do. Yeah, like Dad did. Dad was yeah. like, Hannah, take this DVD and watch it over the weekend. I said, Dad, I have HBO Max. I'll watch it that way. Yeah. That's what I said. You're a, bur- you're a stinker. I'm not a stinker. So that's what we've got planned. We'll... We'll talk about next week. We'll get back together and yeah, we'll yeah. do a little Thanksgiving uh, woo, woo, episode. Woo. Maybe we'll talk about what we're what geek stuff we're most thankful for. Oh, and um, I love that plan because we'll drop it probably on Thanksgiving. It'll drop. Yeah, yeah, it'll be dropped. And if anybody listens, yeah, probably Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah, because I drop on Thursday. So, so if um, anybody listening would love to, uh, when we. Uh, Share this. Just write down your geek thing that you're most yes. thankful for. I will put that on my in my nerd uh, Facebook group, and maybe we'll share some of those. Sweet. Yeah. I'm most thankful for our podcast. Episode 10. <laughs> yes. It feels it's like a big deal. 10. It's a big deal. X in Roman numerals. X. I should have talked about we, the X of Swords. What? Which is a an X-Men comic book thing going on right now cool. called X of Swords or Ten of Swords. Who knows what it's called? We don't I don't know what necessarily it is. think it's cool because I, I'm, I can't get into the X-Men books, but we'll talk about that on another day. Okay. Oh, so, um, our there. lovely art was made by Nathan Turner. Thank you, sweet brother of mine, for making us the art in Microsoft Paint. It's beautiful. We love our cover art. Um, I edit the podcast um, and cut out the bits yeah. at the beginning and the end. And if there's bits in the middle where I sneeze really loud and have to delete it, then I do that too. <laughs> and a shout out to uh, my my friend Scott, who um, gets me all my comic books, his little comic book shop, yeah, yeah. Scott's Comic Relief. We'll give him a shout out. Um, that's where I picked up Department of Truth. Woo-woo. And um, that jazz. Yeah. Next week, um, Hannah will have picked up a bunch of Fantastic Four comic books for me. Maybe we'll talk about them, too. I will have them safe and sound. And we won't talk about them. We'll we talk won't. about them in a couple weeks. Okay, yeah, because you won't have All right. them yet. Okay, bye, sweet friends. It was good up. to hang out yes, for an it was hour. With episode 10 of our awesome podcast, Woo. thank you for joining our lives. We would love to hear from you. Share, click, share, repeat. I would say whatever, but I don't know what that means. Whatever. Uh, rinse, 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 wash, repeat. Wash, rinse, repeat. You're whatever. Silly. Okay. Thank you, interwebs. Yes, sweet interwebs. Thank you for listening, sweet friends. And we will catch you on the flip side. Bye.